Welcome to the Lighted Church Podcast. Lighting the people to light the world through the knowledge of Christ. Visit www.tlc.net.ng and share the gospel of Christ today. I actually hear a word in my spirit as we are worshiping. And that word is suddenly. I don't know whether anybody can relate to that this morning, but I am the one that had it. You didn't hear it, but I'm telling you that I have a, a very sharp voice this morning that say what? Suddenly. And I believe that you are here on an appointment for change. <laughs> that word suddenly keep resonating in my spirit. It is sounding like a sudden change for somebody here. <laughs> and that actually um, reminded me of this scripture in Acts chapter number 2. Mm. Verse, I think number 2. The Bible said, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wing, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. I believe that's the kind of sound I am hearing in my spirit. The sound of suddenly. The people were waiting. They were praying. They were expecting a promise that God gave them to be fulfilled. They were tarrying. They were in hiding. They were even in reproach because they couldn't have the boldness to come and spread themselves in the city of Jerusalem. They were hiding away somewhere, waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. They were hiding away somewhere, praying and wishing something Christ told them happens. And suddenly, and after that suddenly, the whole of their lives changed. The reproach became the people that mattered in the whole of Israel. The illiterate fisherman, Peter, and his colleagues were standing before the Sahendrans and the Pharisees and teaching them things they don't even know and they could never understand. And they were marveled, who are these? It didn't stop there. Everywhere they went, miracles were happening. Their life changed because one day there was a sudden visitation. I prophesied to somebody in the house today that this suddenly is happening to you now. What you have been waiting for, what you have been praying for, the Lord is bringing a sudden solution to it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the promise you have been waiting for is receiving a sudden attention now. And whatever you are believing God for, that it look as if men had despised you because you didn't have that. God said to me to say to you in the house this morning, your sudden experience has come. Yeah. That was prayer you have been sending to God day and night and at times you cry over. You say, God, when will this be? How will this be? But I'm still trusting on you. The Lord said, wipe your tears. There is a sudden visitation already in the house. Somebody says, suddenly. I can hear you. I can hear you. 
be the glory. Now listen to me and listen very well before this year ends. The Lighted Church will experience the testimony of this suddenly in the life of many persons here. <laughs> in the life of many persons here. Whereby people that used to know you could not comprehend and understand the kind of thing that is happening in your life. <laughs> but it happened so suddenly that they are amazed. And they'll be arguing in the street. I say, somebody say, let us go and see. Are you sure he's the same person? It's happening to you. 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 In the name of Jesus. It's because the Lord has spoken loud and clear that this is the year of his glory. At such that when the testimony is being shared, the glory will begin to turn around around the world and the testimonies will begin to be reshared and begin to be reshared and begin to be reshared by everyone that ever heard about a testimony that is happening to somebody today. What you are believing God for for such a long time is about to happen to you suddenly in the name of Jesus. I am not wishing it. I am not actually praying for it. I am declaring it because that is what God said I should let you know because it has happened in the realm of the spirit. And so don't say my prayer that I prayed on uh, today is what? I don't know what I started. And, uh, no, no, it's not my prayer. It's the declaration that God gave me in the spirit. So receive it today. Uh, some of you would have had some kind of testimony over the time. But there is a sudden one that is about to happen. <laughs> Uh, you thought it will not happen, but God said it will happen. I'm going to give you that experience to show you that what I have done before is just a signature. Because I don't do one thing and leave the other thing undone. And that is why salvation is so beautiful. Jesus Christ, when he got it finished in the cross, he said, it is finished. There's nothing left. There's nothing left to be done. And that sudden experience is coming to somebody here today in the name of Jesus put your hands together for the Lord and make yourself comfortable and let us take the word of God and be on our way but God has spoken volumes already God has spoken volumes already when somebody say watch out for CNN I think he knows what he's talking about <laughs> Matthew 18, verse 1 to 4. Matthew 18. Matthew chapter number 18, verse 1 to verse 4. Are we there? Okay, let's just quickly go to Matthew 18, verse 1, 2, 3, 4. I start from one beginning. At the same time, came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, or except you be converted, and become as, a lit as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. 
Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Friends, this is one of kingdom secrets for greatness. One of kingdom secrets are like secrets. The Bible said the secret things belong to God, but the things that are revealed as God is revealing this to us this morning belongs to us. This is one of the kingdom secrets for greatness. Jesus here is not talking about the size of the child. It's not saying that you are going to shrink to become a little child like a baby. Neither is it talking about the age of the child. Because you cannot reduce your age. Your age is growing. So you cannot crash your age. And say instead of being 40, you are now two years. He never talked about the size of a child. Neither was he referring to the age of a child. But he is simply talking about the mind or the heart of the child. And that's a secret for kingdom greatness. The heart or the mind of a child. The way and manner a little child relates and responds to life and life issues. The way and manner a little child responds to life and the issues of life. He said, if you can have that kind of mind, I tell you, you will be the greatest in the kingdom. You are on your way to the topmost in the kingdom. Meaning that the struggles that adults are having with him will become a thing of the past. A little child will come to you and raise up his two hands. The father knows what he's talking about. The mother knows what he's talking about. He raises up his two hands and you are not carrying him up. He cries. My trust is in you. I surrender to you. Take me where you are. And the hand will remain there. Because he won't drop the hands. Because he knows that no father, no mother, will ever see a child raise up his hands and not lift that child up. Talk about faith. The faith of a little child cannot be compared at all with anything you can imagine in the face of this earth. And so your ability to receive the best of the blessing of the kingdom which will promote you to becoming a great person in this kingdom is totally dependent on how much you walk with God and the things of the kingdom with a childlike heart. Your ability to receive the best of the blessing of the kingdom that you belong to 
which will bring about your promotion and you ultimately becoming a great person is dependent on how much work you take with God and the things of the kingdom with a childlike heart. You know, the raising of hands is like prayer. But they don't alter that prayer. <laughs> I can't imagine a child that will go for vigils because he wants the father to lift him up when he raises up his hands. I mean, I just want to, I just want us to be on the same page today. Please cast out your religious imaginations away and throw it somewhere. Throw it somewhere and don't pick it again. I didn't write this. Jesus wrote it. <laughs> little child. The mind of a little child. The one who will be the greatest is the one who operates on the childlike heart. As far as this kingdom of God is concerned. This seems a little bit very difficult for some people because they have grown to become adults with a whole lot of experiences in life and um, a whole lot of maturity and the mind has been fed with so many things. The mind has been fed with so many things and they seem to know too much because they are adults and truly that's the way you behave. You say, but you're supposed to be an adult. You should know better. Why? Because for your age, you should have known so much. But God said, no. That's what I want from you, to operate like you don't know nothing. Just like a little child with a little mind. And that is where your greatness will come from. In the kingdom, yes, you can grow to become an adult with a very strong adult mind. And that is what qualifies you to be the heir of the kingdom. Galatians said that a heir, as long as it's a child, does not inherit the things of the kingdom or the, the things of his father because he's still under tutelage. He need to grow up. Get a particular age and you now become the heir and they hand over things to you. What Jesus is saying that if you come to that level with experience and with your earthly knowledge and don't behave like a child, you will not even understand what is actually yours and you cannot be able to comprehend because the things of the kingdom is different from the things of the world. How you inherit your promises of God is not by your hard work, it's by your babyish heart because it looks as if it's on a 
untenable. But if God said it, you believe it like a child and that will settle it. So kingdom greatness has so much to do with the mind of the child of God. The word of God said that the just shall live by faith or by his faith. And the purest form of faith is a faith of a little child. No argument. No doubts. No rationalization. Child does not argue. No doubts. He doesn't have the mind to rationalize anything. I am going out and when I come back I buy a chocolate. That settles that cry. Cry a little bit more. Daddy said we buy you chocolate. You don't like chocolate? Say yes I do. Let him go. He will not ask daddy, do you have money? What is it in your pocket? You want to buy me chocolate? He will tell his friend, daddy will buy me chocolate. <laughs> you don't have time to ask questions or rationalize. When you begin to ask questions, you are becoming an adult. And your sense is becoming dangerous to faith. Because the child believe you will do what you promise. Even when you fail the promise, and you say promise again, they will believe you. When the child begins to remind you, Daddy, you say that, then it's becoming an adult. He said he will buy this, he didn't buy it, he said he will buy this, then watch that dangerous heart. It's no more an innocent heart. It's no more an innocent heart. It's, it's getting very rational. Then you now begin to defend yourself. Uh, yes, but you know, I didn't have that money, but don't worry, I'll buy it and all that. I said, well, your promise again now. How am I sure you will do it? Hey, that child has gone. <laughs> He's no more innocent. <laughs> but that's not the kind of level that Jesus is talking about in this case in time. <laughs> the child believes that you will do what you promise. And he will always demand for his right. And if he also believes the father, there is nothing that the father cannot do. To him, there is nothing the father cannot do. I will tell my father. I will tell my father and he will, he will take his bulldozer and come and carry your house. <laughs> I will tell, I will tell. There's nothing that you can imagine that a child does not believe a father can do. I remember very many years ago when Sheila was born, a couple of days after she was born and she was put in a court. And we have this cousin family of ours that came. They had two sons. They were in Canada. And the younger one was about two years plus, older than Chila. Two years, with his bow legs and 
they just came and that one was just trying to touch the little child I mean a couple of days old just to touch I mean quite excited want to and the mother said no no don't touch and my wife said no don't touch and he looked at them and said my father will go to Leventis and buy me my own <laughs> hallelujah my father will go to Leventis and buy me if you don't want me to touch this one I mean I'm just I'm just extrapolating it I will leave this one for you but I will have my own <laughs> and he meant it that the father will go to supermarket and buy and buy and buy him a baby like that and we all laughed and he believed what he said but did the father ever bought any baby <laughs> ah there is nothing a father cannot do in the eyes of a child. <laughs> what an absolute trust. And if he there ask, Father, won't you buy for me? And he said, I will buy. That settles it. Say, my father said he will buy. You can take your own now. <laughs> you can imagine how God will feel and respond when his child operates in this level of faith. When you and I operate in this level of belief. But that is how kingdom champions operate. Absolute and childlike faith. Say it, believe it, that settles it. The kingdom of heaven is used in the Bible interchangeably with the kingdom of God. In the account of Luke and Mark, they use kingdom of God. But in Matthew, he used kingdom of heaven. So wherever you see that, he's simply talking about the kingdom that is ruled by God. The kingdom that God is the king. Where God manifests as being God in the world or the affairs of men. Where God reigns and rules over the affairs of a man and more so where the blessing of that man and the good life come from the God of the kingdom. And so when you are talking about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God, is simply talking about God being in the helm of affairs of everything that concerns us. And the Bible is saying that if you belong to that kingdom, the way you can climb and become great is when you change your mind and make it like a child. Because you tend to know too much as you begin to grow up. Why a childlike heart? It's simply trusting and believing heart. Easily relating to the simplicity of the gospel. And not trying to complicate the simplicity of the gospel. Or overly rationalizing it through your earthly wisdom and experience and in so doing begin to complicate what has been simplified by Jesus because you think you know better begin to complicate and somebody ask you where are you getting this thing from we don't ask that question when we see people telling us things that are not in the bible we don't ask questions where are we getting this practice from? 
because somehow we can relate to it, it becomes easy for us not to ask questions and we begin to flow with it because that looks more like it. But Jesus has moved beyond that and simplified our relationship with him. The church in Galatians that we talked about last Sunday, Galatians 3.3, I believe that we are accused of starting in the spirit and ending in the flesh. Because they would have received the gospel with a childlike heart. And after they begin to add their tradition and begin to add their culture to the simple gospel that they receive and gradually begin to slide back into flesh. They move from faith to law and then begin to hinder their receiving from God. No more that simple faith. You know, last Sunday the Lord encouraged us to come back to Jesus. But today he's adding to that by saying, as a little child. Come back to Jesus last Sunday, today, as a little child. Simply meaning that it's not enough just to come back to Jesus anyhow. It is better to come back to Jesus with an attitude that will enable you to have the best of the kingdom. That is what is worth it. For the coming back to Jesus to be loaded with benefits, the church should come back to Jesus with the heart of a little child. And this will glorify God. And this will guarantee your greatness. A child believes childishly. Like I said, no argument, no analysis, simply believe. Unlike adults that will try to make a simple thing to be complex because that is when it will make sense to him. You know, Jesus said, if only you can believe, if only you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. An adult says, believe what? Oh yes, if I believe God for, at least by my status now, for 1,000, all things are possible. 1,000 will come. Jesus said, as long as you can believe, it will happen. Then the adult said, eh, believe God for 1 billion now. No, that, can, that is not a part of the scripture. That's for an adult. You know? If only you can believe all things are possible, then adult says, I know some things are possible, but some other things are not possible. <laughs> yeah, because you don't need to believe God for what is not possible. So just, just help God, help God. Don't disgrace God. Please, don't, don't believe too much so that God will be able to do it. That's an adult mind for you. You are believing too much now. Are you a child? How do you think God will buy you a plane? From where? Who are you? And Jesus said, if only you can believe, all things are possible. By my stripe, you will heal. That is good for headache. That is good for leg pain. Then cancer comes, or AIDS comes, or Ebola comes. That is too much for that. That stripe does not include 
<laughs> that is, <laughs> there's no, there's no room for that. No, it's too big. Ah, God, ah, let me not even quote it so that by the time you fail, they will not say that God disappointed me. Let me not, because this one is too big for you, isn't it? <laughs> That's an adult mind. Why? Because it tends to rationalize and it tends to benchmark God. It tends to put God in a level and level is his level. But God is bigger than your level. Our adult sense is too earthly wise to relate to simple faith. To them, there is need to add a little bit of culture. Some religion, some hard works, and some borrows from some ways we worship our idols in our villages and, and baptize it in the name of Jesus. Crown it with Jesus' name. I don't know what to understand me. The way you they worship idol and the way they relate with idol, the way they suffer to meet their God, and you say that is more like it. Let me do it with Jesus and, and put a seal of Jesus in Jesus' name. And somebody say amen. But is that the way Jesus wanted to relate with him? You know, it doesn't matter. That why he says you relate with him, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I need to add some things so that it can make sense and I add the name of Jesus upon it. Then it becomes Jesus. Jesus himself said, anything you ask the Father in my name, he will do it for you. That sounds so simple. That sounds so simple. What is his name? What is his name? Jesus. As simple as Jesus. There is no title to the name of Jesus. He's not an apostle Jesus. He's not Bishop Jesus. He's not Reverend Jesus. He's not, he's not Alpha and Omega Jesus as a title. Just Jesus. And if you mention that name as in Jesus, as simple as it is, demons bow. <laughs> the powers of hell cannot resist that name as simple as it sounds. To other gods, it's an insult to call them by their name. You embellish it. I remember many years ago, I had a friend who was a very, he was in occult, then he later became born again and he became an evangelist. And he was telling me and said, when they want to worship their God, they have to so suffer themselves and there's a place where they, they put an image of the God and nobody will stand before that, they will crawl some distance and you have all kinds of big men, all kinds of, they will crawl and their head will not look up, their head will look down and they will crawl like, I'm not talking about um, one step, I'm talking about like kilometers in the bush, you are crawling like an animal. That is the way you can relate to that power of that God. And so when he got born again and they said simply, just talk to God and he said, how can 
if that God is so big, I need to do some things. And they say, no, just the name. Just the name. He doesn't require anything. And some people said, let's, let's, let's make it halfway. Let's, let's not too much suffer, but let us suffer a little bit. <laughs> let us subject ourselves to some pains so that he can hear us. And he said, no, I just want you to simply call upon me. <laughs> Adults don't know how to really call and wait. We sing the song, How I love calling your name <laughs> Every day your name is the same You call his name today and it does a miracle. Tomorrow that problem becomes too much that you cannot just call his name. You have to go to somebody to help you call his name. I'm talking to somebody that is not happy. You now have to go to somebody, to some medium, and go to some places and it's not happening. No, no, no. I called his name because that was a little problem and he answered me. But somehow, this one, it becomes too much. I cannot talk to him one-on-one -on -one in this case. And I will prescribe for you what you need to do to reach that same Jesus that said, my name is sufficient for you. Adult sense is a dangerous sense. <laughs> Religion sets in. Jesus said, just ask and believe and wait for me. It will be done. No. The religious man of God says, I need to add a few formulas to it. Otherwise, the people cannot relate to it. The people cannot relate to it. Simply asking God and waiting and waiting. How long can we wait? One man of God said, they should expunge long suffering from the Bible. That there was a mistake. There was a mistake. I don't even know where the man of God is now. I don't know. He's, he's gone. He's, he's, he's flown away. <laughs> it's quick, quick, quick. If you pray today and God did not answer, then it's not God. There's no God there. That is, that is, Ozibo, Ozibo, isn't it? And that's what he calls it. Then they should remove long suffering. Why should you suffer long? It's not for you to suffer long. It is for you to wait till God's time. When God said wait, it means wait. The Bible said we shall not be slothful, but followers of them, true faith and what? Patience. <laughs> Patience. A child we said, he said to the father, You are going to buy me chocolate. You come back, Daddy, you cho no chocolate. I'll buy it tomorrow. Okay. Don't forget to buy me chocolate. Patiently waiting. If the father stays one, one week, we tell the mother, when my father comes, he will do what? He doesn't have to fly it by air. <laughs> There's always a time of visitation for somebody to have what he wants from the father. It's only a child that can wait patiently and keep singing it back. My father will buy this for me. Father will buy this for me. Wait till it comes. Because there's always a coming time. <laughs> If you want your life to be sweet. A pastor said to his congregation, if you want your life to be sweet, when you are coming to the night vigil, buy a packet of sweets. 
No, no, no. Don't do like you. Don't do like you. Don't know these things. I'll be honest for goodness sake. I know. I know the light of church. Don't practice. But you know now. You know. Maybe at times you have even tried most of those things. And they tell you what to bring for prayers. But the name of Jesus is not enough to make your life sweet anymore. Then they will pour the sweet in the altar and they will pray. And so everybody begin to take sweet. Then if it's finished, then take one sweet and begin, when you get to the house, buy another pack and touch, touch, my brother knows, he's a man of God too. Touch the sweet with other sweets, then distribute it. <laughs> Everybody that takes it, the life will be sweet. And you see the crowd, they'll be rushing the sweets and you are imagining, God, what is this? Don't do like you don't know now. <laughs> I'm telling you, for this kind of prayer to work, you need to go to your village, pack the sand of the village and come and be praying with that sand. Sand that, that sand is necessary to break, to break covenants. Ancestral covenants. Hi. But Jesus said that he has taken away the cross and nailed it to his cross. And so when you call upon his name and decide to use his name to break covenants and curses, they will stand broken. Why do I need to travel to my village, bring the sand of my village so that my pastor will pray for me so that, oh Jesus, look, but that is what you like, friends. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, seriously. If I decide to experiment something, I will not teach this kind of a thing for like six months. Then I will try you with something. As long as this pastor has said it, you will do it. <laughs> and that's why they're doing it, why they're doing it. And I will say to you, there's an anointing I'm feeling. And that anointing has to do with God honoring you. When you are coming, bring your best shirt. I need to pray. And I, I'm giving you an expo because maybe I will do something similar. <laughs> It's just like when we finished preaching on Sunday and I said, blood of Jesus. Some people echoed blood of Jesus. And I said, that's interesting. Because it's very difficult to lay certain things, you know? You know, talk back. It's like an echo. I don't know why. I don't know. I asked you. You didn't answer me on Sunday. Where did we get it from? Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. <laughs> you know, that has more power to the blood that you said. You know, isn't it? <laughs> Simply religious. But we like it. <laughs> I will shock you to say that I prayed for one of my ministers after the Sunday service and I, I pleaded the blood of Jesus and he repeated to me blood of Jesus and I laughed you know and I laughed there's nothing wrong with it I mean absolutely nothing wrong with it but I'm asking what is the rationale behind it I mean because you know the rationale because it makes sense it makes sense to some culture and we imbibe it when by it. You know, there are some cultures that you need to repeat the prayers. You know, my wife called it enchantment. I need to close because there's so no, we don't have so much time to, to talk about this, but the fundamental thing the Lord is telling us today is that you must have your faith like a little child for you to be great in the kingdom. The ways of a child, number one, when you chastise a little child, a child goes to touch something in the house and you flog the child 
and the child will cry. The next minute, the child is looking for you. <laughs> the next minute, he's saying, Daddy, he's saying, Mommy, the child is looking for you. You don't know that. <laughs> the child is playing with you. He cannot remember that you, you chastise. When that child begins to say, But you flog me, ah, that child's mind is becoming dangerous. Oh Lord, have mercy. You can even begin to flog a child for doing wrong and it's crying to you and holding you. Oh. But chastise an adult. And an adult Christian, you become the enemy for life. As a matter of fact, he will backslide. <laughs> simple, simple making the person to align with something that will help his life. The child will feel insulted. It's not my child at this point. <laughs> because he no more believes that you still love him the way you loved him when he was a baby. That you are now, you are, your mind is, is now old-fashioned. It's some crazy mind. Why should you chastise me for doing something that is wrong? Number two, a child has nothing to worry about. No school fees to pay. No house rent. No bills. And so he wakes up in the morning, he's looking for food. And if there's no food, he begins to cry. And if he cries not enough, he begins to make some sound. I need, I simply need food. Where the food is going to come from, I don't care. I just need what? If you brought me to this world, you should feed like that to God. <laughs> worry, 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 worry. And Jesus said, please stop worrying about these things now. Uh, look at the lily of the valley. Look at the best of the sky. They don't worry about their food. I mean, that was the word of Jesus. I had Jesus on your own. <laughs> Allow me to worry because if I don't worry, how will these school fees come? Let me not sleep till the school fees. If you don't want me to worry, bring the school fees now so I can sleep. And he said, I give my beloved sleep. Uh, that when, when there is nothing to worry, then I can sleep. But when there's something to worry, let me worry now. <laughs> but a baby does not worry over nothing. The baby has a need. He needs to plot. He needs to feed. But he doesn't care. Because he knows that the father, the parents will provide this. And he doesn't even have the mind to imagine that he has to worry. And God is saying, have the mind of a little child. Stop worrying. If I can promise you things, if I do promise you. Jesus said, look, the wicked father promised and he still keeps it. He cannot give you serpent for bread. How much more your heavenly father how will not give you Holy Spirit when you ask him but he said no maybe you can give some time but now as long as this school fees is not paid worry is my name <laughs> I don't need to worry about it and as you are worrying you are seriously affecting your faith because worry and faith cannot work together. Be anxious for nothing. 
But in everything, through prayer, supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. And the God of peace, we make all grace abound for you. <laughs> it does no matter how strong the promise, and no matter the promise, even when God had to swear by himself, an adult will still worry when the promise has not come to pass. An adult will. God said, I swear by myself that I will do it for you. Well, if you can do it, why didn't you do it yesterday? No, no, I'm waiting for the time where the testimony will be great. For your little or just a small affliction or challenges is walking some more exceeding weight of glory. Just wait. Let's just perfect this that we're doing. We're in a business together for my glory to come. Uh, no, no, no. God, I don't, I, don't, I don't want this joke. I just don't want this joke. If you cannot give it to me, leave me alone. Let me help myself. Number three, a child knows the mother and sticks to her. A child does not see color in the mother, whether you are yellow, black, or brown, you are the mother. It does not see deformity. You are mother, you are mother. It does not see cars or gold watches or diamond rings. If you are not the mother, no matter what you wear, if you come, we will run away from you. And go and meet that mother that is wearing almost nothing. You cannot entice that little child, innocent little child, with your gold. He doesn't see gold. He doesn't understand Rolls Royce. He knows the smell of the mother. Huh. One adult will be wishing, hey, I wish. Thank God this is my father. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you hate your mother. Your mother will come and visit you in school. You will dodge. Because you are so much an adult. But when you are a little baby, when you, are, when, when you see your mom, you will hug your mother. Grab her. Play with her. Now you are an adult. You now know that you are from a very poor home. And your mother will come. To visit you in school and he said go and tell that woman that I am not around, it's my auntie <laughs> that adult says a very dangerous sense uh, that, that even reminds me, I just want to share this I mean, uh, I just heard that um, the mother of Pastor Bakari passed on after 108 years, I remember the testimony he made because Tunde happens to be the only child I think he had a similar story like mine. Mother married somewhere, didn't have a child, and eventually came and married. In fact, they just threw her to the father of Tunde, just go and cook for this man. And he had somebody like that. And Tunde said, as he was graduating, I think in Unilag, the mother was carrying fruit and orange on her head, coming to see a graduation day, and I think he made a very wonderful result. And the mother was coming, and they lined up. And somebody said, who is that woman? coming natural, you know, carrying, carrying the things he wants to entertain the son with on his graduation. And he looked and said, I cannot deny this woman. 
He now went and hugged her. Hey, oh, mommy. And people are saying, is that your mother? <laughs> of course, that's my mother. <laughs> but some of you will deny such kind of a woman. I tell you, I promise you. <laughs> will you or will you not? <laughs> you know, because of this twitching of these days, you know. Adult sense is a dangerous sense, especially in this time and age. But a child will never deny the parents. If you're a parent, you're a parent. If you do something that is not right, you're a parent. If you overchastise, you are still a parent. If you don't have money, you are still a parent. But Christian children change parents easily. Ah, it's no more happening with this parent. The other one is happening more. Let me change fatherhood. <laughs> and any little, any little reason they change church. They are not changing church because of church. They are changing church because they want to change father. <laughs> and God is looking at you. Any simple, uh, that church don't love. And I get to a place where they don't even know you. They don't care about you. You perch there. Because of something you think you want to have that your parents don't have. Even when a mother is living under the bridge, a child will always run back to the mother. This is where I belong. In closing, God is saying that if you want to be great in the kingdom, you must have the child. A childlike mind. You have think like a child. Relate to him like a child. Trust him like a child. Believe him like a child. Wait upon him like a child. Depend on him like a child. And at the end of the day, he will make all grace abound for you. We are so much in a hurry because we are adults. We are in competition. The Lord is asking the church to come back to him with the heart of a little child. Come back to him in the simplicity of the gospel. Don't get it complex. Don't get it complicated. Just what he said, do it. Don't add to it. Don't subtract. Just do it. Just do it. As simple as it might look, do it. As foolish it might look, do it. Just do it and keep doing it. Stop adding to it. The Lord is asking the church to come back to him with the heart of a little child. Come back to him with the faith of a little child. In absolute faith, absolute trust, absolute reliability. And he will show you that he is God. I believe that is why God wants us to come back to him as a little baby. Or a little baby's heart. I believe why he wants us to come back to him with a little baby's heart is such that you can trust him alone and stop leaning on your own understanding. We have so much understanding that runs contrary to the understanding of the knowledge of God. Cast those imaginations away and follow God as simple as he has made you to follow him. Salvation is very simple but not every walk into it. You don't know that it's very easy to argue 
You mean that when I confess Jesus as Lord and personal Savior and believe in my heart, all my sins that have been sinning since I was born will be wiped out like that? Just like that? He said, yes, no, 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 it cannot be now. <laughs> you mean just confess and believe? Then all the sins will be forgiven. That is as simple as salvation can be. And everything you receive in the kingdom must line up with that ideology. Otherwise, you are frustrating grace with your works, thinking that you need to add something to it. Simply believe God and trust God. Even when things are not working, the Bible says Abraham believed God in a time that was nothing to believe on God for, and God counted it unto him as righteousness. There was nothing else for any human being to believe, but Abraham still believed God like a baby we believe today tomorrow we don't believe again we doubt the bible said that a double minded man is unstable in all his ways let not that man think he will receive anything from God anything you are believing keep believing God is coming your way soon It's not by might, it's not by power, it's not by wisdom. It's by the Spirit of God that miracles happen. There is a great blessing in the kingdom, but it takes a childlike faith to assess it. There is healing in the kingdom, but it takes a childlike faith to assess it. There is prosperity in the kingdom, but it takes a childlike faith to assess it. There is all manners of miracle in the kingdom. Don't complicate the way you relate with God. Follow him with a childlike faith and you will see your miracle come to you. There is greatness in the kingdom. Just follow God like a child and watch him, trust him, just Trust him. Just trust him. Are you ready to come back to Jesus with a heart like that of a little child? I mean, sincerely from your heart, you want to now follow him like a baby. Meaning that after you have toiled and done all the things you need to do in the daytime and you get back home and you cannot walk anymore at that time, then you do all the prayers you need to do. You just sleep and sleep off. And wait till the next day. Because if miracle does not happen today, it can happen tomorrow. So as you are sleeping, I say, God, maybe it's tomorrow. And tomorrow come nothing. Maybe it's tomorrow. And tomorrow come, you know, maybe it's tomorrow. One day, that tomorrow. <laughs> are you kidding me? Unless it's not God. Unless it's not God. No matter how long you wait for him. You can never overwait for him. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time. And his time is the best time. Keep waiting. Keep trusting. Don't bother what people are telling you. They are trying to affect your faith. Your steadfastness in God. They're trying to take you out of the place of simplicity of the gospel. Stop taking those advices. 
let us go here. Let's go to the mountain. Let's go to the valley. Let's go to where are you going? We establish it on Sunday. That those that will worship it now, Jesus said, will worship me in spirit. And in what? Nothing to be added. Nothing to be supported. If God said, do it. Go to the mountain and pray for me. Go. But don't just go because that is the only way you have to seek God. It's not. You see God anywhere. You talk to him anywhere. Because he's your father. He's what? Your father. And if you mess up, don't run from him. Go to him. Like a child. A child will mess up. Mess up his or her dress. And mess up. And it will run towards the mother. You don't kick that child and say, get away, go and wash yourself. How can he wash? He doesn't know how to wash. He's just one year and a half. He doesn't have sense. He's not an adult. You only grumble, oh, this child has come again. You carry him. You go and wash him. Say, don't do that thing again. Don't, do, don't go to that place again where you mess up your body. You don't attack and say, you have gone to that place again. Okay, go and wash yourself now. Yeah, he will stay like that with the poo smelling all over his body. A, a friend of yours will come and say, well, is that not your child? And he say, no. And look at what he did for So, a child doesn't care whether he mess up. Well, he knows that when he messes up, he go back to the mother. You are running away from God because you sin. Why? Then you are not taking him like a father. You are not taking him with the heart of a baby. If you are, he's the one you have to go to. Then he will cleanse you and tell you, don't do that again. Shall we continue to live in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God is saying to you today, are you ready to come back to Jesus with the heart of a little child? There is greatness in the kingdom for you. There is power in the name of Jesus and his name alone, not with any title, Prophet Master Jesus, just Jesus. As simple as it sounds, that is the power. If you put so many titles, you will lose the essence of that name. Just call him Jesus. <laughs> just turn to your feet this morning. You may not know how, you may not know when, you will do it again. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information on The Lighter Church, visit tlc.net.ng or follow The Lighter Church on Instagram and Facebook. God bless you.